COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. And you can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod, as well as Getter at IC Sativa Pod. So we're going to read this article and... I'm going to talk about my crazy idea after we're done the article. So stay tuned, people. From Marijuana Moment, the great folks of Marijuana Moment. Written by Kyle Yeager. Ohio lawmakers will be forced to consider marijuana legalization as state validates activist signatures. Again, you guys know my longstanding policy. I try to discuss things that only have a realistic chance of passing. 
I've mentioned that Ohio is not going to pull this off this year or anytime soon on a state level because you have a Republican supermajority. And unlike a lot of other states that have ballot initiatives, there's a middleman. It has to go through the lawmakers before it's approved. And again, this is a Republican supermajority state. It's gerrymandered to heck. And Republicans tend to be against legalization. And the governor just recently reaffirmed that he was against it. I mean, he mentioned this when he ran in 2018. And I remember, I remember watching clips of that. Um, so it's not a, so again, he's just reaffirming what he already said earlier. So again, it does not really have legs, but I do think there's something that can be done to, 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 to get this initiative to have legs and to the ballot and to the voters. I think there is a solution and we're going to explain that solution after reading. So stay tuned. Ohio activists have collected enough signatures to force the legislature to take up the issue of marijuana legalization. Secretary of State's office confirmed Friday. Again, these lawmakers that hate the plan and hate the people that use it, they can just delay it ine inevitably. Or they can say, oh, violates the single subject rule. Or, oh, it's, um, or, oh, we forgot to tie our shoelace. Um, or, or there's, there's. Oh, there's like a technicality that's wrong in it. So we have to, we have to, we have to sit on this for a few months. They can do any number of maneuvers to, to prevent the voters from voting on this in Ohio. Any number of maneuvers. So again, this, I don't think this has a chance unless, unless the plan that I'm going to mention is tried or a variation of it or some other plan is tried to, to, to force the lawmaker's hand or, or, or to light a fire underneath their butts at the very least. This comes about two weeks after the coalition to regulate marijuana like alcohol, CTRMLA, submitted a final round of signatures to the measure. The petition's formal validation triggers the legislative review of legalization, but it does not require lawmakers to enact the reform. The, law, the legislature has four months to consider the campaign's cannabis reform proposal. Lawmakers can adopt a measure, reject it, or pass an amended per version. If they do not pass the measure, Organizers can collect additional an additional 132,887 valid signatures from the registered voters to place the issue on the ballot in November. CTR MLA previously submitted petitions for the initiative, but the state said they were short some 13,000 signatures requiring activists to go back and make up the difference. We are ready and eager to work with Ohio legislators. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna they're 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 gonna take they're gonna they're gonna play all sorts of games so Ohioans don't vote on this. I I, I find it funny that they're that the, the that they think the lawmakers will negotiate with them on good faith. They won't. We are ready and eager to work with the Ohio legislatures legislators over the next four months to legalize the adult use of marijuana in Ohio. CTR MLA spokesman Tom Har. Harren said in a press release, we are fully prepared to collect additional signatures and take the issue directly to the voters November 8, 2022, if leg leg legislatures forget or fail to act, end quote. The measure that lawmakers will be required to consider would be would legalized possession of up to 2.5 ounces of cannabis for adults 21 and older and they can also have up to 15 grams of marijuana concentrates individuals could grow up to six plants for personal use with a maximum of 12 per household again that's in line with, with most other states so that's good 
But again, I mean, when you have to go through the middleman instead of like the sec instead of like the secretary of um, okay, I'm trying to because every every state's different. I don't know if Ohio calls it a secretary of state. Let me look. So this comes if after enough signatures for the this comes with the the petition. That's four months initiative the state i mean i mean yeah secretary of state yeah ohio has one so yeah so like in my state to the to the to, to my recollection um you you collect the signatures you collect the several hundred thousand signatures you get it to william Gal galvin who's our secretary of state and he decides if there's enough sign if, if you had the requisite signatures or not and if you if you did he lets it on it i believe i think that's how it works in massachusetts but um ohio is different you have to you collect the signatures and then it has to go to the lawmakers and they decide they decide whether or not they'll put it on the ballot there's a middleman in ohio so again unless you could flip their legislature and and, and get rid, rid of these Republicans that hate the plant, it's not really looking, not really looking good unless they can they can try some try a maneuver to shake it loose. A ten percent sales tax would be imposed on cannabis sales with revenue divided up to support social equity and jobs programs. Thirty six percent localities that allow adult use marijuana enterprises to operate in their area. Thirty six percent education and substance misuse programs. Twenty five percent. Administrative costs of implementing the system, 3%. A division of cannabis control would be established under the Department of Commerce. It would have the authority to license, regulate, investigate, penalize adult-use cannabis operators, adult-use testing facilities, and individuals required to be licensed. The metric gives current medical cannabis businesses a head start in the recreational market. I mean, that's not ideal, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, I would prefer more of a system that kept kept the fees low. That I would prefer a um a non vertically integrated recreational market where p where the barriers of entry are really low. It's very cheap to to start a grow operation. Heck, you can do it in your backyard if you want. And if it pa if the weed passes inspection and is deemed kosher, you could you could you could flip it directly to the dispensary. That's what I would like to see. Or people being able to. Or in addition to that, people being able to flip home grows, like if they have really big yards or whatever, like there are people with several acres worth, worth of land, like or dozens of acres worth of land. If they have, if, if their home grow is good enough, they can, and, and then passes the lab test, like they should be able to sell it to a dispensary. Like why not? It'd make, it'd make it a lot cheaper for the consumer. And again, I mean, it would put a check on big marijuana price gouging. Just to continue. The measure gives current medical cannabis businesses a head start in the recreational market. Regulators would need to begin issuing adult use licenses to qualified absences who operate existing medical operations within nine months of enactment. Okay, so it, that's good in a sense because a lot of times when you have adult use, um, I mean, even, even in states like mine where we put a start date, like our lawmakers, our lawmakers in the lame duck session where they revised the, the thing we just voted on, they they delayed the start date. They hiked up the tax rate, and they wanted to gut home grow, but the the activists were like, no. But um, even if you put a start date, I mean, there's no guarantee your lawmakers have to honor it. But it at least holds them accountable. And in in some states, I, I know in Colorado, like when they pass adult use, 
um, Colorado has constitutional amendments, so it's more binding when you put something on a ballot. So if like, all right, you have to issue the license nine months, like there's a lot more weight to they have to issue the licenses in nine months. Whereas in a lot of other states, it's just it's 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 done via statute. So if it's done via statute, the lawmakers have the ability to to modify it. And we've seen that done in a lot of states. Um, but again, even if it's a constitutional amendment, South Dakota, they had a constitutional amendment that got 54% of the 54 but 18% of the vote, as opposed to Massachusetts, liberal Massachusetts, 53.7. Um, Governor Noem's um sheriff buddy tapped um people in the courts and the and the courts strike down that amendment, even though it was a constitutional amendment. So again, I mean not a guarantee but it definitely helps to have start times and 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 to have times where the the state has to issue the licenses because in my state um with medical we waited three years from the time we voted on in 2012 to to summer 2015 where the first dispensary opened and and that's true you can look all that up so again i mean Start times are always good. The division would be required to issue 40 recreational cultivator licenses, 50 adult use retailer licenses with a preference to applications who are participants under the cannabis social equity and jobs program. And it would authorize regulators to issue additional licenses for the recreational market two years after the first operators approved. Individual municipalities would be able to opt out of allowing new medical cannabis companies from opening in their area, but they cannot block existing medical marijuana firms, even if they want to add a co-located adult use operations. Employers could also maintain policies prohibiting workers from consuming cannabis for adult use. Again, this is a this is a red state, so that's that's to be expected. Arizona Arizona had these dumb regulations, these dumb bootlicking, these dumb bootlicking regulations, uh, sucking up to the employers and sucking off the employers. Arizona did this; they're a purple state, so expected further regulators would be required to enter into agreement with the department of mental health and addiction services to provide cannabis addiction sir oh my goodness which would involve education and treatment of again this is a red state so it's expected education and treatment for individuals with addiction issues related to cannabis or other controlled substances including opioids with respect to social equity, some advocates are concerned about the lack of specific... Again, they did that on purpose because, again, this is, this is a red state. So they did it because they did not want to... They did not want to get, like, the, the conservatives that are all, oh, my God, that's CRT. They did not want to get them all ginned up. So they did that so they're not giving preferential treatment to minorities. And because the, the GOP is racist as, 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 as F. So, again, I mean... Like, they didn't put specific language to screw over minorities. Like, <laughs> let's, 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 call it, let's call it what it is and keep it a buck. With respect to social equity, some advocates are concerned about the lack of specific la language and automatic expungement to clear the record. Again, these these, the conservatives that they're trying to court probably believe that, that people that broke the law would be, like, it's their fault and they should just suffer. So, uh, again, I think they were pandering to those people. That's still wrong. That's still not legalization if you don't clear records. With respect to social equity, some advocates are concerned about the lack of specific language on automatic expungement to clear the records of people with convictions for offenses that would be made legal under the legislation. 
That said, it does include a provision requiring regulators to study and find criminal justice reform initiatives, including expungements. Okay, that's not binding. Study, study and find. That, that could be anything. Like a study and find it and not, and not clear any records. <laughs> Ohio voters rejected a 2015 legalization initiative that faced criticism from many reform advocates because of an oligopolistic model that would have granted exclusive control over cannabis production to the very funders who paid to put the measure on the ballot. Fun fact, um, Nick Lachey of 98 Degrees of the, of the 90s boy band that, that we all grew up with, if we're 90s kids or, or 80s babies, he was set to make a lot of coin off, off this being legal in 2015 if this passed. That's a, that's a fun fact. Um, but let's continue. Let's wrap this up. Activists suspended a campaign to put another measure on the 2020 ballot due to the coronavirus pandemic. As aside from the new voter initiative, state lawmakers from both parties are separately working to advance marijuana reform. A legalization bill that was the first of its kind to be introduced in the Ohio legislature last year would legalize the possession, sale, and cultivation of cannabis by adults. It's being championed by reps uh, Casey Weinstein and Terrence Upchurch. Okay, I, I got problems with this. Um... I do. Um, these are two Democrats, and this is a red state. They're, 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 like, uh, across party lines, this isn't going to have any wind. A pair of Ohio Republican lawmakers similarly filed a bill to legalize marijuana in the state in December. Again, unless you can get it, you, unless those Republicans can get a veto-proof majority in, in the legislature, and Mark DeWine has already publicly said he's, he's against legalization and would veto it. So, again, I mean, it's nice. And I, I do think that the way forward is going to be conservatives like pushing this because, again, Democrats are looked at the, as the vice in the hippie party. And like, like, like um, they're looked at as the vice in the hippie party. So it kind of works against them in a weird way. And follow me when I say this, because they're looked at as the vice and hippie party, they are already taken less seriously by certain segments of society that, 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 who, whose votes they need. So as, as a result, it, it gets harder for, for Democrats to push. Um, I feel like it's harder for like, like Democrats. It feels like it's harder in a sense for Democrats to push that reform because again, they're not, Oh, they're the hippie party. They're, they're pushing more hippie stuff like gay marriage and weed on, on me. Oh my God. Not another vice, not another BS. Like people are going to be like that. Like I think on a federal level, um, I mean, not so much that like they don't agree, but it's just like, like you see it in the Senate, like you, you, you have a lot of like, like Democrats that in the Senate that are against it. It's like, oh, we didn't want to be, we don't want to be seen as hippie. Like, and these are like purple state senators. Like, oh, we don't want to be seen as the unserious Dems. Like again, follow again. I told you to follow my example again. And, and again, I, I tied it into politics. Now it's like the purple Democrats, the purple Senate Democrats. They don't want to be seen as too hippy dippy, so they they vote against it or whatever. They're like, oh, I'm if if the Senate brings this up, I'm gonna be like, heck no or whatever. It's like they don't. It's so it's like republic. Like and again, I'm gonna bring up another example which proves my point. Christopher Ryan, who does the podcast tangentially speaking. 
and who does a lot of um, work on, on psychedelics and stuff and interviews a lot of, of, of experts in psychedelics, says that it was actually easier for MAPS, which studies psychedelics, is an organization, a big organization that studies psychedelics, it was actually easier for them to get money under Republicans and Democrats because of what I just said. So, again, I think with Nancy Mace um, pushing the legalization bill, and when we get that red wave in November, I think that that I think that's going to be the route forward. And I, I know it sounds like a sounds very contrarian, but I, I do think it's the route forward because of what I mentioned. A pair of Ohio Republican lawmakers similarly filed a bill to legalize marijuana in the state in December. Reps Jamie Callender, Republican, and Ron Ferguson, Republican, first announced their plan to push the the legislative reform proposal on October and circulated a co-sponsorship memo to build support for the measure. There are also additional law, local reform efforts underway in Ohio for 2022. Again, I, okay. So I'm going to tie back to what I just talked about. Like my neighboring state, um, New Hampshire, the two democratic senators are against it. Again, I've, I've lived in New England my whole life. So I know New England politics. Um, allegedly, I mean, from some of my, some, some of my sources, um, Senator Shaheen has investments in rehab. So that's why she's against it, according to some of my sources. And Hassan was, again, she, when she was the governor of the state in the, in the 2010s, she threatened to veto legalization. And a thing to know about the demographics of New Hampshire, New Hampshire is one of the oldest demographic states in the, in the country. So there's a lot of retirees. There's a lot of elderly people. There's a lot of empty nesters. The young people, because of, you know, because of a lot of factors, they don't stay in that state long. They, they go to college in Massachusetts. Rhode Island. Like, again, most of my friends who don't live, I mean, who grew up in New Hampshire, they all, not most, all, every single one, A-L-L, and I'm, I'm 32 years old, which underscores my point all they all live in massachusetts or rhode island or, or or some other state every single one people i went to college with people i went to high school with that grew up in new hampshire all they all live in they all live in massachusetts now so again so as, as dumb as i find being against we legalization to be there might be a logic of being against it in their state because you have boomer empty nesters you have boober empty nesters that find it to be a hippie drug. Like, <laughs> so again, I, that proves my point. <laughs> there are also additional local reform efforts underway in Ohio in 2022. After voters in seven cities approved ballot measures to decriminalize marijuana possession during the last November election, which built on a slew of previous local reforms in the state, campaigns are now looking to enact decriminalization in Marietta, Rushville, Rutland, Shawnee, MacArthur, Lauraville. Ohio marijuana activists already successfully approved that they had turned in enough valid signatures to put a local decriminalization measure before Kent voters after having misled the 2021 ballot due to a verification error on the part of county officials. The measure is now expected to go before voters this November. End of article. And I love that they focus on the seven cities approving ballot measures because because that 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 strategy that I have pertains to, to local politics in the cities. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring down the 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 browser and and you know the web and I'm going to it's just gonna be us. So bear with us one sec.
All right. I'm back. I'm here. So here's my idea that I feel is going to be a game changer. There's going to be like, it, it seems like Ohio, unless they get rid of this legislature problem with having a Republican supermajority, that's that again, I mean, you had two Republicans to test the bill, which is awesome, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to even get, I don't even think it's going to even get past committee in the future. If it has, if it hasn't been rejected already. I think you still have too many rank and file members that, that are against it. So I don't think it'll really have legs. Um, but I do think what would have legs and I don't know if it's already too late for cities to do this. Cause I know cities, various municipalities in that state are already collecting the signatures so they can put it on the, on the ballot this year. Um, but if it's not too late for some cities or or heck, some cities can try this next year. Or, or, or 2024. And Ann Arbor, no, not Ann Arbor, excuse me. Um, Maine, Portland, Maine did this. You legalize possession and growing for all adults 21. Instead of this, oh, let's just decrim it in the city. Let's just legalize it entirely. But the, legalize it, growing it, and, and, and legalize growing six plants and, and, and 12 per household, and legalize possessing two, oun- two, two, ounce, two ounces of marijuana. An, an ounce of concentrate and in, in, in edibles or whatever. Like, if you just go that route, the legislature is not going to like that and they're going to want to shut it down. And as a result, again, here's where this crazy idea is going to come in. They might want to get ahead of other cities trying this experiment or they may want to they may want to get ahead of things like this happening again. So they'll be like, all right, we see we can't stop the energy of legalization. Fine. So let's legalize it through the legislature. And they'll, again, they'll make it so it's like you can't home grow um, $500 penalties for public smoke. Like they'll do all sorts of BS, but they'll pass something. So, or they can potentially pass something to get the voters and the people off their back. That's my big idea. And that's my big plan. But not for me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod and on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave 
leave a voice message at 617-466-9389, and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We've, yes, we've got a Discord channel, and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r again that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r feel free to check out sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp based products you can check them out by the link https colon slash bit dot ly slash three three f k r v nine and you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent sign off iso 15 percent sign off cbd and that applies to the entire store and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao